0: Hi, this is Gaurav from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, June 17th, and your big story is from the ICC Cricket World Cup, where India seems to be treading on thin ice after being hit by multiple injuries. Yesterday, India defeated arch-rivals Pakistan for the seventh consecutive time in the history of the tournament. But now it seems that apart from opening batsman Shikhar Dhawan, fast bowler Bhuvaneshwar Kumar too might not be able to participate any longer while Dhawan's participation had been ruled out after an injury during the early stages of the tournament. Now, skipper Virat Kohli has confirmed that Kumar will miss out on at least the next two games owing to a hamstring niggle. Kumar picked up the niggle in his third over against Pakistan after failing to get his footing right in the run-up. Mohammad Shami, who wasn't even considered for the Pakistan clash even with the prevailing overcast conditions, will replace him in the forthcoming matches, said Kohli. In the aftermath of Pakistan's defeat, former Pakistani fast bowler Shoaib Akhtar expressed frustration on his YouTube channel. He launched a scathing attack on captain Sarfraz Ahmed, calling his captaincy, quote-unquote, brainless. Akhtar said, and I quote, I can't understand how Sarfraz can be so brainless. How could he forget that we don't chase very well? Knowing our strength, which is bowling, is important. The game was half won by Pakistan when Sarfraz won the toss, but he tried hard to lose the match. The toss was very crucial and even if Pakistan had made 260 with their bowling, they could have defended it. So I think it was just brainless captaincy. It's a very saddening and disheartening performance from the Pakistan team captain. I wanted to see shades of Imran Khan in him, but it's too late for him now. Close quote. He also singled out bowler Hassan Ali, who went for 84 runs in his 9 overs as one of the culprits of Sunday's tie, saying that he felt Hassan was only interested in playing T20s and the Pakistan Super League. India is scheduled to play Afghanistan on June 22nd, West Indies on June 27th, and England on June 30th. Thousands of doctors across the country today joined a nationwide strike called by the Indian Medical Association as a mark of protest against last week's assault on two junior medical practitioners at NRS Hospital in Kolkata. Doctors in Delhi, Rajasthan, Assam, Gujarat, Tripura, Madhya Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, Odisha, and Karnataka joined the strike today even as their colleagues in West Bengal prepared to meet Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee at the State Secretariat to end the impasse, which began last Tuesday. PTI reported that more than 100 private hospitals, nursing homes and clinics in Karnataka had suspended their outpatient services. However, government hospitals reportedly remain open after the Commissioner of Health and Family Welfare issued a circular to the same effect. Although all non-essential services, including outpatient departments, remained closed at many hospitals from 6 a.m. onwards, the Medical Association has assured that emergency and casualty services will continue to function. As we record this podcast, we have received news that the junior doctors in West Bengal have decided to call off the week-long strike after meeting with Banerjee this afternoon, who has promised increased security measures to the fraternity the death toll of children suffering from acute encephalitis syndrome has risen to 93 in Bihar's Muzaffarpur. According to a release issued by the district administration on June 16th, 93 children have died so far at Sri Krishna Medical College and Kejriwal Hospital in Muzaffarpur. Out of these, 76 children have died at the former, where Union Health Minister Harsh Vardhan visited yesterday to meet with patients' families, but was faced with protests from the family members instead. State government officials have maintained that a majority of the victims had died due to hypoglycemia, a condition caused by very low level of blood sugar and electrolyte imbalance. Attributing heat and humidity as a possible reason behind the disease, Vardhan said that the Ministry of Earth Sciences would help formulate an action plan with the state government to deal with the situation. Speaking with the media ahead of the commencement of the 17th Lok Sabha today, Prime Minister Narendra Modi said that all political parties need to work in the larger interest of the nation without any bias. He also underlined the importance of the opposition in parliamentary democracy and expressed hope that the opposition would play an active role and accordingly participate in House proceedings. Modi said, and I quote, When we come to Parliament, we should forget about Paksh and Vipaksh. We should think about issues with a nishpaksh spirit and work in the larger interest of the nation. The opposition need not worry about their numbers in the Lok Sabha. Close quote. The first session of the newly constituted lower house will continue till July 26th. This is the second term that not a single opposition party has got 10% or 54 seats of the total strength of the house, which means that no opposition leader can technically be conferred the title of leader of opposition. A sick tempo driver and his son were brutally beaten up by Delhi police outside Mukherjee Nagar police station on Sunday. In multiple videos of the incident that have been doing the rounds, the driver is seen being kicked in the face and then being beaten with a stick by the cops, while his son pleads with the police officer not to beat up his father. A senior police officer said that the accident between a Gramin Seva Tempo and a police vehicle occurred in the evening, leading to a brawl between a police officer and the Tempo driver, which soon turned violent. According to India Today, a police officer was injured after allegedly being attacked by the Sikh driver, who was armed with a sword. Three cops have been suspended for allegedly thrashing the father-son duo. Deputy Commissioner of Police Vijayanta Arya suspended Assistant Sub-Inspectors Sanjay Malik and Devendra, as well as Constable Pushpendra in connection with the case, reported ANI. Hong Kong's political crisis entered its second week today, after protesters who had filled the city's streets in record numbers on Sunday rejected an apology from leader Carrie Lam and vowed to continue their fight against a controversial law that she had championed. After the sweeping protest, which organizers say attracted nearly 2 million people, the largest ever in Hong Kong's semi-autonomous history, Lam apologised in a statement for the way the government had handled the draft extradition law. However, she did not meet any of the demonstrators' key demands, which include withdrawing of the extradition bill, ending the crackdown on activists, and holding the police accountable for brutal tactics at previous protests. Protesters also want Lam to resign. According to The Guardian, The crisis was sparked by Lam's efforts to try and push a much-criticised extradition bill through Parliament. The bill would allow both residents and visitors to be sent to China for trial in opaque, communist-controlled courts, which many in Hong Kong fear would prove a devastating blow to their economy and society. Liu Kang, a spokesman for China's foreign ministry, said on Monday that Beijing would continue to support Lam. Here's some stuff that went up on the News Laundry website that you don't want to miss out on. First is the latest episode of News Laundry Hafta, hosted by none other than Abhinandan. The Full House panel, comprising of Madhu, Raman and Manisha, is joined by journalist Supriya Nair to discuss the doctors' protests happening all over the country, as well as to decode the recent crackdown on journalists in various parts of India. Ayush joins in on the panel as well to talk about his recent ground report on the Aligarh murder case. He recalls how the village of Tapal has become a hotspot of communal violence and how the police did a commendable job of calming them down. Sending reporters like Ayush to ground zero takes money, time, and resources. All of this is done so that you, dear subscribers, can read reports that are concise, informative, and stand out from the clutter of generic everyday news. So please, do subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. We're a small team doing the best we can with the limited resources at hand and could use all the help we can get. Also, Don't forget to check out the exclusive interview with Delhi Health Minister Satyendra Jain, in which he talks about the Aam Admi Party's approach to healthcare and why it is more rewarding than the centre's Ayushman Bharat scheme. That's all the news we have for you today, folks. Have a good night or a great day, depending on where you're listening to us from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry